him! Be a whore to a gutter rat! No, wait! I'd rather be his whore than your wife. No! I said no! I'm here to negotiate with you. This is it. It's over. Fine. Go ahead. Here's whore, Norma. I'd rather be his whore than your wife. Boy, there's a lot to unpack there. Uh, let's, no, let's, I, think uh, it, I think it speaks for itself. <laughs> let's dive right in. <laughs> this is the Movies and Shit Podcast, episode eight, hard eight. Yeah. Um, I am uh, Patrick Fine, and one of your hosts, and I am joined by... Kelly, over here. Kelly, uh, tell um, tell her listeners what, to? They just listen, <laughs> okay. what, what they just listened to. I call this a Frankenstein club. Yeah. Well, that started out with uh, Titanic, 1997, and ended with... Uh, the great Peggy Lipton uh, delivering a very eerily similar line in 1991. Some would say the exact same <laughs> oh, line. Oh, yeah, um, exactly the same line of dialogue. From 1991. In 1991, Twin Peaks, season two, episode something or other. Which um, preceded Titanic. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, if you do the math, that is a year that came before it. Unless there's a time machine. We have talked about time travel on right. this podcast quite a bit. Right. Um the really fantastic thing about these two clips is the connective tissue between is, these two projects is the actor Billy Zane. Yeah, exactly. Who is in both. Well, he's in both uh yeah, he's in both that clip from Titanic and then he's in that same episode of Twin Peaks. Um he's not in that clip. He's not right. one of the two actors in that clip. Right. But yeah, pretty weird. So yeah. The question <laughs> arises. I made the I made that mashup two years ago. <laughs> oh yeah, and and wonderful job by the way. Thank you. That Thank really you. is a that's a a gem. Um you wonder did because this can definitely happen was Billy Zane just hanging out on the Titanic set and they're rehearsing the scene and he leans into the camera and he said, "You know it would be great." <laughs> If she just said, you know, I, I'd rather be a whore to this man than your wife or something like that, right. not even knowing he was lifting a line from an episode that he was in <laughs> six years prior or five years prior when they I, were shooting. I think it's even simpler than that. I think James Cameron was a fan of Twin Peaks, wrote that line, maybe also not yeah. really realizing yeah. he was pulling it. A lot it. of times you actually um, will. Because that. That, that's just how it goes, right? And right. then, uh, I, 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 yeah, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. But um, I... Uh, I will give them the benefit of the doubt as well. But the other thing that's kind of funny about it is it starts to make you wonder, because we're always, especially now, our current era, we're always here and all everything's done through the male gaze and there's male writers and directors. Wonder how often, like, the whore insult is is thrown out. Like, maybe that's just like a go-to and it actually floats around like a ton. It's like, you can't leave me, you're a whore. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, we just saw it in like two different clips. Like the exact same line and that's the go-to like insult to throw out there. But there you are. Well, that's that's 1950s when you, America, baby. Well, when you're we cheating now. on your husband in, in both instances, <laughs> fair, fair I enough. Think that's the that's the fair enough. I can't <laughs> speak to the Twin Twin Peaks one, okay, but um, yeah. but I I would argue that Billy Zane uh, kind of deserved it in Titanic. Um, well, of course. Have you ever seen that movie, Titanic? Titanic? No. Is, is that like, the one that's two VHSs? Is it, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Remember when? You, 
Remember when it was VHSs <laughs> and you'd have like that big movie? You're like, hey, this is two two tapes, baby. Two tapes. We're gonna have to switch this thing around. Yeah, I'm trying to wow. forget it. That's uh that's pretty crazy. Uh Kelly, I have a um a uh Star Wars trivia question for you. Yay. Starting off with a quiz. Yeah, this is this is uh go. kind of preceding Making the movies, Kelly looks really. stupid. Let's <laughs> that's do it. what we do. You may know this. Um do you know in the earliest drafts of Star Wars, which were called the Star Wars, uh, what Lucas's name uh, was for for Skywalker, the character of Skywalker, <clears throat> uh, wasn't it? It was not Skywalker. Yeah, um, I I have heard the answer, but I my first thought was Star Star Killer. Boom. Oh, is that it? Okay, On right, the right, nose. Right. Okay, right, right, right. On the nose, Star yeah. Killer. I did know um, that. Okay. He was actually like an older general too, kind of a grizzled general. Oh, really? He wasn't so a young, very, very different. Very, very different. All right. Ended up. Thank God that all changed. Cool. Um. Anyway, so that's there's your, uh, your little bit of trivia. Nice for for the day. Keep them coming. Yeah, yeah. That's the only one I've got right now. Okay. So I mean, next I'll time. keep them coming next time. <laughs> next time around. <laughs> hey, man. What have you? Uh, what have you seen over the last uh, week here? Well, I've been trying to get caught up. I saw quite a few movies this week. Um, uh, I'm gonna say that uh, it's a good week for movies. Uh, I saw Long Shot. You saw that, right? Yes. That was a fun movie. Yes, I enjoyed Long better Shot. than I thought it would be. A lot of fun. Charlize uh, Theron. I, I thought was she's just always great. Yeah. Yeah, she's fantastic. You know. Other than Reindeer Games, what is your favorite Charlize Theron movie? Oh, my God. I think <laughs> The Italian Job, 2001. <laughs> you're going to have to watch Reindeer Games at some point. Uh, um, yeah, she did a great job. Uh, Seth Rogen was funny. It was yeah. the best. It's what you want out of a Seth Rogen movie. Yeah, it's as it good was, as they're going to get. And yeah. Actually, a little shout out to my, my uh, girlfriend's dad, uh, Roy Valdez. We went to that movie with her parents, which... May have been a mistake. Um, <laughs> honestly, it was a lot of fun, um, but there were some uh, interesting moments that I wondered how Jess was feeling right. sitting in the theater with her parents. But her dad stood up at the end of the movie and said, best movie I've seen all year, <laughs> couple years. So couple years. he definitely enjoyed it. And by the way, Roy means king, so that's sure, royalty yeah. for, nice. for that clan. So anyway, shout out to the uh, Valdez clan. Very cool. I saw Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Oh, snap. Also. How was that? Did you see that? I have not seen Check that. Check it out, man. Uh, if nothing else, it's great. It's great world building. It's just a great world. They remember how we felt about Alita Battle Angel, and yeah. we were just like, "This is a to- fully realized, thought out world." Because right. I don't know shit about Pokemon, so I don't. I don't either. I think I played it on my Game Boy Color once, and I, I I don't know anything. I never did the cards or anything, but so I didn't know. I mean, the the fact is, you don't really need to know to super enjoy the movie like I did. But the thing about the characters is that they're really photorealistic. <laughs> so huh. even though they're wacky and obviously Pikachu is a tiny furry kind of bear looking right. rodent-y right. type thing, um, there are ducks and turtles and they all look like real ducks and turtles and things. They're not huh. highly stylized. Oh, I mean, cool. they are a little bit, but they look very real. So almost like like Jungle Book and Lion King where you're getting um, things that look somewhere like Somewhere in between. Okay. Somewhere in between, okay. yeah. But um, very, very cool. But you, you'll be happy to see on my list here I saw Tolkien. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. What do you think about that? Uh, I, I There's so many thoughts rushing through my head right now. Was it was it amazing for you? Did it give you insights to boring. this brilliant story <laughs> and how he made this um, this incredible world that you and I both I gotta, enjoy equally? I got I to gotta tell you that uh, I enjoyed the story, and it's always nice to see how something came about. Right. I'm not a big... Well, that's um, all Kelly's got on Tolkien. Yeah, that... <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's move on. That's absolutely accurate. How, how was Nicholas Holt and uh, was it Lily Collins playing? Uh, yeah, I enjoyed that whole thing. But uh, at the same time, I didn't have any emotional connection to seeing right, how it all right. came about. So if I saw you know, how Lucas came up with the story of Star Wars, I yeah. probably would care a little more. I just right, don't, right. I, I didn't really care, but I did enjoy it. And it definitely gave me a little bit more background. But the best thing I saw this week was The Biggest Little Farm, which is, right, yeah. I cannot recommend I've seen the trailer enough. for that. Yeah. Everyone go out and see it. It's, um, it's about a family that uh, grew over many years um, a sustainable farm, uh, what they'd call a traditional farm, um, north of LA and, yeah. uh, dealt with a lot of ups and downs over the years, but they've gotten it to a great point. And it, and the, and the movie is so great because the, the guy, uh, it's a guy and his wife and she's a chef, but he's a cinematographer. <laughs> so oh, wow. they, well, that <laughs> fell right into exactly. his lap. Huh? Hey, this and looks great. Exactly. So it's a beautiful movie and uh, just a cool story. So anyway, how, uh, photorealistic were the animals compared um, to Pokemon? Was it? They were a little less. They were a little <laughs> bit more CGI than Pokemon. Um, <laughs> all right. Not a real so, farm. So what did you see this week? Uh, so the big one I want to talk about, I'm, I'm a little late to this party, but um, I watched uh, the documentaries, the two documentaries on the Fire Festival, yes. Fire and Fire Fraud, yes. and was really... I, I can't stop thinking about them. I, I don't know if it, you know if this is good or bad or, or, or what it really means, but I was super into them. I was pulled, yeah. just like everybody else. And of course, I'd heard everyone else talking. When people started watching those, I think I think I was driving back cross country at the time and just didn't get back around sure. to them. I think yeah, that yeah. timeline jives. Yep. Um, but holy cow, man! Um, so much to those. I don't. For anybody that hasn't seen them, you should definitely check them out. I'm sure a lot of people have, but and I don't want to spoil anything for anybody who hasn't. But it was just. So it was just so interesting, you know, to think about this incredible fraud that at the same time pulls you in as an excite is exciting, and you start thinking, what is the difference between this guy and people who have pulled stuff off? Like, yeah, there's there's a difference between a con artist and and that guy that goes out and gets people to invest, but they're all bullshitting, right? I mean, you the investment is not a sure thing, and you're right. not, I mean, I've just been doing real estate and selling right. houses and stuff. I mean there is a certain amount of good faith where you're like, yeah. yes, I am. This is what I'm hoping to do. I trust this person. But it's not like or, I'm going to pitch it and yeah. say, you know, this is 50, 50. Right. I mean, I want right, you to right. come in with me. So it was really kind of bizarre. And now with everything that's come out in the last week or two, reportedly with Trump operating in the red for like 10 years. Yeah. And you just start to wonder, like, I don't really know. You know, I don't know if anybody knows, like who's actually right. <laughs> being honest. Right. In this, who's not. But this one got so off the rails. And, and the part that was the most heartbreaking was, you know, when so many people end up, losing money yeah not just pay. i'm not talking about the rich kids that go to the festival no 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 which was the, wrong and sad but also as they pointed out in the documentary a little bit funny i mean oh, everybody likes to laugh at it entitled elite it's the people best. who are on their twitter feeds it's like can you believe this i got a cheese sandwich that kind of thing <laughs> but um but the lady who who ran the restaurant right, on the right. island where the whole scam went down talking about losing all of her savings um i actually just found this out right at this moment but this is pretty cool because that was the part that bummed me out the most uh, supposedly within four months, yeah. there was a GoFundMe or yeah. Indiegogo. Okay, so you know about this that raised 200 some thousand dollars. Yep. So she got it That's all back. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you see her at the end. That's all that really matters. It's at the so end devastating. Of all this. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I definitely think, especially in Fire Fraud, the other, the Amazon, I think that, no, that was the Hulu uh, documentary. Hulu, yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely think this guy is 100% just a total. 
scumbag. I don't know if sociopath is what you would say, but like, mm. you know, I just don't buy anything that he says. I, they bring in that psychologist who says this is what he is. He's a con man. He'll do it again. Right. And I also believe <clears throat> we will see him again and it will happen again. Like we will embrace I wonder, him again. I think in I America, we, we pull them back in. It's like the whole idea of Wall Street and the Wall Street sequel that sure. they did. I mean, it kind of never ends, I feel like, for these guys. I mean, he was running cons while he was on probation, yeah. while he was out on bail, while he's in prison, he started another con. It's just, he's never going to stop. And it, weirdly, you hate this person. Yeah. And you know that they're bad and, and you want nothing to do with it and you would never cross those lines. But at the same time, there there is some kind of get up and go and never give up that you almost admire. You know what I mean? Like I feel weird saying it, but it's mm-hmm. like this dude's impressive. Like I, I hate him. Yep. He's terrible. But also there's something impressive about him. So as anyway, long as he's not taking my money, then it's yeah, you can sit back I, and you can Well that's what every oh, time you start amazing. to feel that way, yeah. they interview somebody else that he just yeah. fucked over and, right, right. and you're like this piece of shit. But right. anyway, um check it out. Sorry very I cool. went on and on. No, no, I'm in my mind right now just it's bouncing. Very around. fresh. I'll yeah. probably watch them both again. It was yeah. amazing. I need to watch them both again in a few months. Well that's very cool. Very, very cool. Yeah, a lot of fun. Um, the uh, last thing, I, I know you're not caught up, but uh, did you watch Cobra Kai season one? No. You didn't watch season one? I, I've seen two or three episodes, oh, man. which I enjoyed. Oh, my God. But then yeah, I think it was just that I didn't have access to it or okay, whatever. Right. So I, I never well, we, finished. We'll fix that. But I basically teased the I am so psyched. <laughs> they just had the, or there, there was a, a, a season two and season three got greenlit. So right. we're definitely getting a season right. three, but I just watched the finale a couple nights ago and Oh my God. Oh, season two. I just want to, okay. I want you to turn. I know, I know. <laughs> and it's, I'm a, and I'm a big karate kid family. I mean, me and my dude, I, this karate kid, this family. is, this is one of the best things going on right now. Right. Especially yeah, everybody's how, saying it. Everybody's you know, you, you the, they're throwing 15 million an episode at game of Thrones and it's fucking burning, burning to the ground. The, and it, it <laughs> literally, just, literally it, burning it to the ground. Just, the amount of disappointment there. And then, the fact that uh, there's not a whole lot of other shows on right now that I'm watching. You got Billions and some other shows that I watch, but yeah. um, but it's kind of a, a, a lull. But the fact that this comes in, and I, I just wish there was more of it. I mean, it, it is so fun. It's just so good and fun. Yeah. It kind of, it rem- I mean, it's definitely campy and corny and all those things. So if you're thinking it's a, you know, a, a hard drama or something, it's not. It's just a right, right. Of goofy, course. goofy. Well, show. how could it be? Like, and it looks like they spent five bucks on it. But this season definitely got better. Everybody is acting quite a bit better, um, with the exception of Ralph Macchio, who does not know what to do with his hands. Um, <laughs> they say, I've never acted, but they say that's a big part of acting is just like, I don't know yeah. what to do with my hands. Yeah. Sometimes you hear people. There's the great Will Ferrell jo- clip in Talladega Nights it. where he just, his hands just start <laughs> rising up when he's being interviewed. I forgot about yeah, that. They're off screen that. and he brings them into the screen to make them a okay. problem it's great um he does not know what to do with his hands or his arms and his arms also uh are not proportional to his body his, yeah his legs his, are super long his legs and arms yeah. are uh, just t- too long um <laughs> let's talk shit about so, all actors bodies <laughs> i i really uh no and that's the thing ralph macchio is is great he's he's doing his thing in this show and he uh, he's like almost 60 and he looks yeah. 28. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, younger than me. The woman who plays his wife in the show is 20 years younger than him and oh they God. look, the, but they look the same age. Right. So I right. understand why they cast that. Yeah, of course. 
that way. Um, but the bottom line is he doesn't know what to do with his hands. So you know the um. So watch it for that. Is it Zapka? What's the the other actor's name? Oh, I forget. I'm terrible. He, yeah. He he also. I mean, he's, they, he's neither the, of them really look the as old as they should look. No, there's something to this karate but, shit. But the other guy, the blonde guy, I forget his name. That's terrible. <laughs> he uh, is really the star of the show, and right, he right. Uh, looks, looks older. Kai. He looks dojo. older, and he's ten, at least ten years younger. Oh, see, I didn't realize that. I think he's like a full 10 or eight years younger. He's younger. Right. Well, that was part of the reason that Ralph Macchio got the part in the initial Karate Kid back in 84, because he, he, was, he looked so much younger right. than he was. So it made sense because he was acting. You know, it's like the Sixth Sense kid. Anybody right. you get that looks five, six years younger, their maturity is going to be better. Their acting is going to be better. Right. And they're going to be passable as that age. Um, yeah. But uh, it's interesting that, you know, you would think a karate master would know exactly what to do with their hands, but I don't know. Overrated, <laughs> he, maybe, maybe. Maybe it's just that they're always, like, just waiting to strike. <laughs> and maybe they're actively trying. Maybe he's just he just knows he's got to keep him right there. <laughs> just, da, 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 da. Gonna, oh, man. I wish we were videoing this. Your uh, <laughs> movements are uh, unbelievable. Anyways. Right now. <laughs> Moving um, on. But, yeah, no, I'm, I'm only hearing good things, and I, and I really do want to see those. Yeah, so, yeah. We'll have to get so, to them. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of double VHSs, we had the triple VHS trilogy pack for uh, oh, the Karate Kid Actually, you trilogy. know what? Uh, you know what? Even worse, and this is embarrassing. We had um, a four pack because uh, it included the next Karate Kid starring Hillary oh. Swank. Hillary Swank in her first starring role, I'm I think. Only vaguely aware of that. Yeah. Oh man, cool. what, a, what a terrible nightmare cool. of a movie. I should go back and watch that. I I mean, re- it's an incredible train wreck. You should I watch think. Cobra Kai first. Yeah. Yeah, I'll see that one first. All right. <laughs> Too many things. Priorities. Too many things Come to on. watch, man. Yeah. There's not enough hours. Yeah. Anyway. Um, All right. What's uh what's going on in uh in, in movie M- world? What's movie going on the news? news. Well, um uh Orville, the Orville, one of our favorite shows, Hell just yeah. got a renewal a couple Hell days yeah. ago. They took That's a really long news. time to renew it. And uh because Fox was purchased by Disney, we were I think a lot of people uh, we're worried that they weren't going to renew right. it. Um, right. It took a really long time to do it, but uh, but it got a renewal, so that's amazing. Everything Disney purchases makes me a little scared, um, not even because I'm like, oh, something bad's going to happen, just because I'm not sure what's going to happen. <laughs> I feel sure. like I can't see the uh, the end game, and I'm always like, ah, I don't know what's going on. End game. Um, did, you, <laughs> did you catch that uh, Disney released the slate of upcoming movies, the Fox slash Disney slate, uh, for the next, like, five years? Um, the other day. So this is, I have a little screenshot of it up here, but the, the bullet points are that, uh, we will get a new, um, slate of star Wars movies starting at December, 2022. Right. Um, and that has now been confirmed that it is the game of Thrones. Um, I don't know that that, no, I've read that again now. So that's, I think the, the possibility is there that that's their trilogy, but it also is 2022, 2024. Four and 2026 are right. the three that are on this slate. So meaning they're each skipping a year with an avatar in between each one. Um, oh. Meaning that the, the it'll be Christmas Star Wars, Christmas Avatar, Christmas Star Wars, Christmas Avatar for the next few years starting oh, in okay. 2021. I care about Avatar about as much as you care yeah. about the medieval stuff. So I'm yeah, like, mm, me too, right, me too. But it, but it will be. A yeah, big, that'll be the big one. Be no big one's going to compete with any of those. Exactly. The Star right. Wars. They're all the, the Christmas releases. So. Right. Um, this oh. year, the Christmas releases for them are uh, basically West Side Story and Cruella. Uh, it this year, West Side Story is going to be on. Oh no, this? sorry, that's next year. Okay. Yeah, sorry, I was about to say that's this year is Star Wars. Yeah, so right. next year. Right, right. Okay. Um, 
But uh, yeah, cool. Anyways. Man, 2020 is a cool looking year, huh? <laughs> yes. You know, it's been a while since a year has looked right to me when it's been written. It's probably been like 15 years since the year's really looked correct to I me. Think, they all look weird to me now. I think we all know that the, the, the thing we're really waiting for is how they handle the New Year's glasses, where they put the <laughs> eyes. I think that's really the key to how a year is. Everybody's happening. talking about it. Everybody's it's talking about it. It's as big as Y2K. I don't know what the design's going to be. I can picture that the two O's will be, Dude. but what are they going to do with the twos Bro. in between? Are they going to be like Bro. little, uh, like they're going to be like a little up off co- the side like a little bit? Like it's where down it's up, and down? Up, oh man. On the corner? I can't I don't know. fucking wait to find <laughs> out. I'll tell you that right now. I am. Oh. This is going to be... We'll, we'll report back in January. <laughs> it's going to be incredible. Yeah. yeah. We'll have some more podcasts before, Anyways. That, before that happens. So, uh, Yeah. And oh. uh, what what I what I don't think that I fully explained when we did the clip at the beginning, but that was Peggy Lipton in, in the second clip in Twin Peaks, and right. she passed away this week. That's right. why we played that clip. So um, so that's a, that's a huge bummer. I was a big Twin Peaks fan. I'm a big Twin Peaks fan, and she was even reprised her role in the Twin Peaks uh, The Return um, right. that uh, we just had a couple of years ago. That was great. And uh, it's just real sad. She was 72, and she just looks so fantastic. She just um, is just just great. Yeah, and uh, and we, also, we also lost Doris Day, who was 97. So Yeah, you know, Doris Day was a real staple of like yeah. the 1950s, I guess in 60s as well. But um, I feel like she was so frozen in that era. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? When you watch stuff, I mean, that's, you can't that's really stuff seems so, I mean, it take could have been 100 of, years ago yeah, for all exactly. I think. Like, I just, yep. I, I, and I've seen a lot of, I mean, you know, I've seen stuff from the 30s, the 20s, even silent stuff, everything. Seen a ton of stuff. <laughs> right. And... A lot of that stuff in the fifties, particularly the the Doris Day model, to me, feels older and sillier than the, stuff from the thirties. I, I would I mean, tend to agree. It is just so candy cut, and I, I don't want to. I feel like I'm stomping on a grave now because obviously huge impact. Yeah, of course, uh, of course, you know, staple of American I know what you pop mean, culture. Though. Yeah, yeah. But man, I I had trouble getting through a couple of the very few Doris Day things that I've ever watched. But but at the same time, I mean, it feels she feels like. TV on the movie screen. It feels like Leave It to Beaver. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That was where we were at that just time. Very wholesome. But, 50s. But she was ninety-seven. Yeah. She was so, ninety-seven. What a run! What a yep. run! Well done, yeah. Doris. Yeah, absolutely. You don't have to worry about me anymore. Um, <laughs> there you go. Um, did you happen to see the uh, the Watchmen trailer for the new HBO series? I did. Uh, I it did looked real it. good. Yeah, um, it, to me, anyways. No, it did. I look don't really know good. anything about Watchmen. So, so I read the Watchmen graphic novel. Right. It's been a long time, and this was not one of my favorite you know, thing. It's not like this is super fresh in my mind and I know this the way maybe I know Star Wars or something sure. like that. But um it was interesting. Watching this trailer made me think they've really gone off from that and they're creating their own thing. Now maybe there's just things I'm not remembering. Mm-hmm. But when it, the initial movie came out, which a lot of people did not like, I really enjoyed it. Um but when the Watchmen movie came out years back, um I felt like that was pretty there were things they left out. There were definitely things that were altered, but I thought that pretty much used the graphic novel as a guideline. Yeah, uh, and this one just felt really, really different. I mean, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what to expect. I'm excited to see it. It yeah. looks awesome, but I, but I have no idea really what to expect. Or well, we all know see. HBO needs a new tentpole, you know. So I don't know if this will be it or it'll be something else. But uh, right. it seems like they're throwing a lot of stuff at this. So yeah, we'll yeah. see. Did you uh, did you hear that um, Daniel Craig was injured on Bond twenty five? No, and I didn't hear that. It's, it's going to probably push things back a little bit. Um, not a not a crazy injury. This is unbelievable. So in looking this up, 
I started looking into the stuff. This is so that devastating. Is, <laughs> started looking into the stuff that's happened to him, and you sort of realize why he really wants to move away from the Bond series. He's been injured on pretty much every single one of these movies. Yeah. So this he was just running. It was slippery. He. I guess he slipped and then apparently had a, a pretty bad ankle injury, but he was like writhing on the floor so and they had to ankle. fly him back to the States from uh, Bermuda. No, where were they? They're, um, yeah, the, the there's GoldenEye. Yeah. Bermuda? Uh, that's, yeah, I should know. I, I think know. that's where they're I going back GoldenEye to. I follow GoldenEye on Instagram. I think right. Good. <laughs> but anyways. So, so anyway, he's got to go back for x-rays. Yeah, sure. We'll see what happens. Made me think of Tom Cruise when he jumped off the roof sure. and, and broke his ankle or whatever it was last time. So... In 2006, Casino Royale, he had two of his teeth knocked out. Really? Um, according cool. to MSN. Um, in 2008's Quantum of Solace, this is the one that hurts me to even talk about, he had a really terrible shoulder injury and rib injuries. He also had the tip of his fourth finger sliced off. Oh, awesome. In Quantum of Solace. <laughs> and then Inspector, we know he had that knee injury, which I think actually changed oh, a lot yeah. of the conclusion of the movie. I think it was supposed to be a lot more physical. Oh, and really? he ended up just kind of walking real badass with a gun because he couldn't really do anything else. So yeah, they were like, yeah. what if we just have him like walking and shooting? Like he's not even affected by these people, but not what was planned. So anyhow, um, injured again, and we'll see what that does. I think they're not right now saying release dates are being pushed back, but another injury for uh, for old Daniel. Oh, man. Who Our... is, is he? He might be the oldest Bond at this point. Um. Is he really? I'm not sure if that's true. I think he was older like, than Moore was when he was done. God, see, that this is what's wrong. wrong. Well, here's why it seems wrong, though. Do you remember what 50 year old people looked like when we were growing up? <laughs> okay, dude, seriously, <laughs> point taken. 60 year old people now are like rippling with muscles and running. It's crazy. It is a different time. Um, let me see. I'll look up Craig. You look up. Uh, okay, yeah. Moore was born in 27. And a view to a kill was eighty five. Uh, eighty five. Uh, so that's he was fifty eight. He was fifty. Oh, yeah, almost sixty. So he was pushing sixty. Um, and Craig is Craig is sixty eight in nineteen sixty eight. He's born. Okay. So two thousand eighteen would have been 50, fifty. He's only fifty two. Fifty one. Okay. So yeah. he's, he's not the oldest. He's like but seven years. No spring old, chicken. Younger. Yeah. No spring okay. Chicken. All right. Cool. Anyway, uh, injured. Yeah. Injured again, and we hope uh, wish uh, James yeah. Bond a speedy recovery. Absolutely. Don't take our bone. We need this movie. Bone. Don't take him away from me. And then we. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we got to leave that in. Had a lot of coffee yeah. today. Yeah. Um, the the last thing, which is a holdover from my notes from last week, was the Sonic trailer. Um, so the, that trailer is so God awful. And, uh, I feel bad because this, this director, Jeff Fowler, who directed, uh, this new Sonic movie, he really hasn't done anything else. He's, uh -huh. he's got like virtually no credits, which is great. I mean, I, obviously we want to support new, right. new artists yeah, and everything. Sure. Um, and he also handled it so well when the, <laughs> when the internet exploded and everybody said how bad, uh, Sonic looked, uh, and he handled it pretty well by saying we're going to make it right and we're going to redesign. So they are now redesigning the look of Sonic, right. even though presumably the movie's mostly done or fully animated. Right. Um, but my first thought when I saw Sonic was that it looked like when Peter, Peter the boy in Jumanji turned into the monkey. <laughs> um, that's <laughs> what he looked like to me, the face <laughs> and the nose and the From teeth and everything. Like 96 or 97. Right. And so that was my initial thought. And then, of course, it only takes like 30 seconds on IMDb. 
And I'm like, wait a second. The boy who played Peter in Jumanji was the voice of Tails, who is Sonic's partner in the animated Sonic show, which is a crazy connection, but obviously has nothing to do with anything. It just is super funny how that, because I clicked on the boy and it was like, oh, he was in Sonic already. There's something going on here. Man. Yeah, it's another, we, we it's get another the Billy Zane <laughs> through what? What kind of conspiracy uh, podcast is this? This is one one degree of separation between Sonic and everything else. Unbelievable. Um, but anyways, yeah. So I'm I'm uh, I'm looking forward to seeing a new image of Sonic and maybe a new trailer eventually, and uh, hopefully it doesn't suck. But it probably will. Um, yeah, yeah. It's probably was, going. Were you a Sonic fan? Did you ever play those games? A little bit. Um, so um, I was never a huge gamer, but uh, but yeah. I came through in the earliest, you know, Nintendo days, Super sure. Nintendo. Uh, my best friend had a 64. We were growing up. That was like the big Christmas gift on sure. the whole street of that course, everybody wanted yeah. to play with. Um, only one or two of my friends had a Sega. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I remember playing something Wasn't now quite and as again. popular, yeah. Yeah, but I had kind of... I was a little bit older, and I sort of moved away from games after kind of really the Nintendo era. I mean, sure. like, I, I would still pop in an original NES like, yeah. game and yeah, just yeah. start playing because it's fun. Um, the minute the controller started having more than like six buttons, yeah. like, yeah. like 900, <laughs> I was like, nah, not going to figure all this out. I definitely understand that. Um, so I, I'm familiar, but I'm, you know, in no way was that like if, my game or anything. If my memory is correct, my dad brought me a uh, Game Gear, which was a portable Sonic, yeah. or excuse me, uh, Sega game. And it was uh, battery powered, had six double A's, and it had a backlit color LCD screen. And that was in 1992, I think he brought me that, Mm, which was pretty ahead of its time. Um, And that was a great, great uh, thing. I played Sonic for a lot of years. I was a big, big Sega person. Um, before Shout I out finally, to Kelly's dad. Finally, yeah, before I finally you nailed that one. Completely ignored video games, but yeah, thanks. Yeah, dad. I know. Um, we both kind of moved on at this but point. Sonic, yeah, Sonic was a big part. So I don't know. I'd like to see a good, good Sonic uh, take, but I think the movie will probably crash and burn, and we'll move on with our lives. And I love Jim Carrey's crazy ass. So I'm I'm rooting for Jim yeah. at all times. Yeah. He's nuts, but his, I love his him. moments in the trailer are uh, underwhelming. But yeah, uh, yeah I've heard whatever. <laughs> I've heard whatever. It's pretty frightening in a, in a lot of ways. So, um, well, uh. We got to me at this point my favorite piece of listener feedback. Oh I'm going to let you present this, but yeah. um, that we've gotten so far. So thank you, uh, <laughs> thank you, listeners for for hitting us up. But uh, go ahead and tell them what, this, uh, what we got here. This is pretty dumb, but uh, you asked for it, Christina. Um, my friend Christina texted us the other day uh, as she was apparently listening to an episode, and she said, "Do you and your co-host ever like seriously argue with each other about movie things?" And it brought up this thing. <laughs> and and then she qualified that by saying, I haven't listened to all your episodes yet. Um, which, thanks for listening. Um, yeah. But uh, I don't, I, and she basically is encouraging us to have a segment where we fight. Right. Here's how I read that. Y'all need to fight. Yeah. That, well, that's what she said in the next test. I was wondering if there could be a segment where you guys have to de- defend your own opinion. Um, but, uh, but I, yeah, I, I, reading between the lines, she just wants us to not be friends as much, yeah. I think, is what she's saying. So, you know, this is um, what's wrong with the is, world these days, Christina. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> if you're not part of the problem, you're part of the solution. Right. That's what I, what I, what I, I think. think she's both in this instance. She's definitely causing a problem, but she's also trying to solve nah, it. Nah, man, she's a politician. <laughs> she presented it all. No, look, I haven't even listened no, to everything. Producer, you know, I haven't listened so to all of them. And, you know, you produce. guys seem nice enough, but no. Nah. <laughs> Here's what I'm really getting at. Um, yeah. It's like the Joker. It's all part of the plan. Um, we, uh, we, in my opinion, or if it ever got to this, we would violently disagree 
about everything uh, Tolkien and Middle Earth. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? Son of a bitch. Um, we'll have to have a debate at some point pointing out it, you know, the things. I feel like I'm going to have like an hour and everyone's going to get real bored and you're going to be like, it sucks. And you're not gonna, you're not gonna have one was, point. You're like, I don't like night stuff. I, I don't like horses. Say, I was just gonna. You're, you're taking all my best. My <laughs> yeah. Best see, I'm points. ahead of you. I'm way ahead of you, buddy. <laughs> I took the Delorean. I'm here's I'm the way thing. Here. Here's the thing. So I, uh, yeah, a, a debate implies, uh, you know, generally two people or two parties that are both informed about their sides, and that's what we're gonna do. I'm not informed. <laughs> I was trying by seeing Tolkien. I was like, that was like an olive branch of, 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 I need to kind of know yeah. something, but, uh, I, I have not seen, uh, the Lord of the Rings movies. Now we, what? Uh, I, I thought you had seen them. No, that's oh, weird. You're, <laughs> you're an agent of evil, man. You might as well join the first order, which is not okay, as cool I did as the see, Empire. I did see, I saw with my stepbrothers when it came out, the two towers, they're, they're big fans. And oh, so look at you. You went in th- after missing in the first three hours and I, watched the I, second I watched one. the second oh, no, one what? in theaters. Well, um, I'm sure you loved it. You probably was, weren't lost pretty, at all. Pretty bored, yeah. Um, <laughs> but we did see all the Hobbit movies in theaters. Oh, God, we did. why? Why did you go to... You, hey, listen. Hey, I never saw the I, Star Wars movies, but I did watch all the prequels. Yeah. That's basically where, that's yeah. where you are. I mean, right I'm, now. but that's the thing. I'm aware of that. I'm aware that this is not great. This is not good. None of this is good. But are you happy, Christina? The, but happy. the bottom line is I know that, like, you love Lord of the Rings. Uh, my friend Nick and his dad uh, are big fans. Great guy. Uh, Shout Tom, out to Nick. Tom is an enormous fan of Lord of the Rings. And He's a better guy than any of us. He, well, that's, He's the best guy. That's 100% true. But um, He's better than Nick. Sorry, Nick. But, uh, this is just an episode where we talk about our friends a lot. Um, yeah. But anyways, the bottom Let's line Let's rattle is, them off. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <Alphabetically>. <laughs> read off our Facebook We got lots friends? of friends, guys. Um, but I, I really don't have any like real ammunition to debate or argue with you. All I can say this is This is that why I want to debate. I'll kill you. <laughs> generally. I mean, yes, you will. You will win. You will be elected mayor of oh. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> mayor of the rings that's what you'll be you'll be the mayor of the rings um, <laughs> but i i just don't kind of care to argue that point other than that i personally really dislike medieval shit and swords and right, ever, right. all that stuff and listen and, you're entitled to be wrong so yeah, the uh, the the thing is though then and, and you pointed that out you it, it's more the shell that the story is in yeah right it's like the world that it's in that's right. not for you because you really kind of if i'm remembering this right forced yourself to do game of thrones before people started getting yes. off board when people were like game of thrones is the greatest thing ever i told myself and you're like well of, i gotta do at it at the end so. of season i forget how the end of season one comes about uh but i think we see the eggs the dragon eggs yeah, at they the cut end off of ned stark's one. head and then the um, eggs come up. and i think what happens no the eggs crack they think the that they're they're not going to. We actually open. do we actually see the dragon? Yeah, it pops the little tiny out. ones are on her shoulder. She okay. comes out of the fire. That's exactly right. Okay, burned. I can't yeah. believe you remember all that. But anyways, yeah. the point is, I remember thinking like the second of the last episode as they were building up this like, oh, there are dragons coming. Right. There wasn't anything really mystical or magical or anything yeah, in true. Lord of the Rings, or excuse me, in Game, Game of, of Thrones, Thrones yeah. up, up to, to that, that point. point. Right. And so I was like, okay, I'm mostly on board because it's just a drama about people and it's basically yeah. grounded in reality. Because after we saw the White Walkers in that first if scene, they, they have fucking CGI dragons in the show. <laughs> I am out. And so when the finale happened, I was like, God 
damn it on I the last this. clip that's on amazing very, and and that really put me off but then we we had friends doing watch parties and yeah, I, I yeah. went it's a and, piece of pop culture it's the same as you and me we're talking about marvel is not yeah. really my thing yep but the you, way that Star you get Wars caught is. up in it yeah, because everybody's into it. So, but the thing yeah. before you kind of explain that to me, see, Christina, we don't have to fight because I understand that that's an acceptable answer, you know. So we don't we don't accept your challenge. We're not going to fight over this. He's no. serious. This is the person that he is. That 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 actually was the thing that alleviated that though, because like we were talking, and when it first came up, I still remember when it first came up, and you're like, ugh, and you like rolled your eyes, and I was yeah. like, wait, what? Because you didn't get it. You love Star Wars. I love Star Wars. Yeah. We're like my buddy Adam, right? Hey, we're going to talk about more friends. Yep. He isn't in any of this shit. I mean, he yep. thinks it's all pretty silly. He's just yep. like, look, that's kind of stupid. It's hard for me to take this seriously. He'll still go to him. He'll yep. still talk to you. But I can accept that too. That's not real. That's not his thing. But you were into the stuff like thematically mm-hmm. that is the same as that. I'm so not for the smart enough to time, understand themes. So <laughs> right. well, I'm not jokes either, but on if you, you say that those words <laughs> people people think they <laughs> use the word motif a lot yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. No, um but sincerely I was just kind of like wait a minute like this is pretty much just a myth played out in space yeah with laser swords versus a myth played out here and and they're so similar in the difference in, is space right? yeah exactly so that's what i'm Honestly, saying like that's the, setting and world yeah. which is a real thing especially in film that's a big part of it yeah. but in terms of story and plot points and stuff like that yeah i was like these are so similar i remember talking to jess about this and i was kind of like yeah he doesn't like it she was like he doesn't like that because she knows some of the stuff he liked too and i was like no and then once it became clear that yeah it's a setting Honestly, man, I mean, it just, yeah. I, I can't, I'm the same way with Avatar. Like yeah. I sit here and I'm just like, yeah. I'm not even saying it doesn't look amazing. Yeah. I'm just saying, I don't care about the big blue guys running around. They just, it tears. doesn't do yeah. it for yeah. me. So you can love it all you want. And I'm okay with it being a simple Pocahontas story. That doesn't bother me either. I I'm think not nailing it. When anything is projected on a big enough screen with enough good, you know, sound and production value and uh, visuals, especially when you watch Avatar in 3D, I think that, your brain turns off any like uh, any of these preconceived things that you have because we all i think that we all regardless of what we think now really loved the experience of seeing avatar yeah um i think we all did but the 3d thing was still uh, so so impressive but i think at the end of the day we know that the the script was pretty garbage. Most of the acting was pretty garbage, and um, and and it looks amazing. It does look amazing, but I think that uh, uh, that's a good example of how uh, I should have seen Lord of the Rings in right. theaters, and I right. probably would have been on board with them. Yeah. Um, oh, but watching time. them at home, when I know how long they are, what a yeah. huge chore this is, because I would need to watch all three, you know, kind of together. Um, that's a whole day, and I'm not For saying sure. we shouldn't do that no, sometime. You're right. You're right. I'm just saying. You can't expect too much from me in terms of whether I care yeah. or whether it's more of like a chore. And I think it'll be more on the side of a right. chore. Um, and see, but, that's you know, that was my get, favorite. There's always alcohol. So, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. It'll get you through anything. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. I, uh, that was like literally my favorite movie going experience. Because, yeah. you know, with Star Wars, again, I grew up watching them. I missed the, the theater. Exactly. And the prequels came and... Obviously, I was of two minds about those. I was yeah. always excited and then always a little let down. But that was my that was my fanhood mm-hmm. experience. Where with friends, I was telling about those books for a lot. Because as a kid, I was like, "Oh, I'm going to grow up and make films." That was a series I was going to make. You know, I was like, "Why haven't they made this movie?" Sure. So when those came out, like I was taking friends that I had been talking to that stuff about for years, who had been like, "What is this?" And then everybody kind of became a fan of it, uh, and that was a lot of fun. But you know what? That those movies and Avatar are all missing. Billy Zane. 
Every movie that doesn't have Billy Zane, as far as I'm concerned, isn't Billy Zane. <laughs> um, yeah, he's he's. Uh, Listen to your friend Billy Zane. He's in Back to the Future, which is cool. He's in. The, oh yeah. yeah, he's in. The so Phantom. is Elijah Wood, who's also in Lord of the Rings. Oh, he's in Back to go. the Future too. Solid too. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, man, something's going on here. <laughs> we're, we're in a simulation. I think, of some I think sort. we I think we know too much for our own good. I think <laughs> it's the lizard people. Yeah, they're running think, they're running everything. I think so. Um well that is fight number one, guys, and we fight will be fighting one. every week. We'll come up with something else to fight about from here on out just to appease our uh and a, a correction. Friends. Who sent this in about Doctor Strange? This was uh, another one from my from my girlfriend Jess. Okay. Yeah, shout out to Jess again. She um, uh, she corrected me because I I genuinely couldn't think of what the Doctor Strange and his people were called. Right. Sorcerer is the answer. Much simpler than what I thought. Yeah. I, I was thinking like some kind of league title. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. it must yeah. be something. Yeah, just that sorcerer. League Wizard. of the Daughter Deadly Ten yeah. Gentlemen. Yes. <laughs> the Brothers of the Crucified Soul from yeah. Indiana Jones on the Last Crusade or something of that nature. Yep. Um, um, but yeah, well, thanks for that. Thanks for we, we'll take any corrections. Sorcerer. That's you a are word. some kind of sorcerer. There's a lot of sorcerers in medieval shit. So Kelly's not, not always. Uh, Who else has sorcerers? Other than medieval so, stuff, Marvel. Yeah, <laughs> that's, Harry that's Potter really, had yeah. the Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah, yeah, that's not really medieval. Sorcerer. Um, someone else was a sorcerer. There was oh, fun fact. Um, it's called the Philosopher's Stone in the British. Aladdin has a sorcerer. Remember he he at the end of Aladdin he goes through yeah. his different wishes of how yeah. he wants to promote himself in in Jafar promotes. I think right. the levels of. Higher than wish sorcerer is, I forget if sorcerer is the top. But, well, that turns uh, him into a genie because he's got to be even more powerful. I think and that's it, what traps that's it. him. Also, a sorcerer was the top, but then yeah. he turns into. Spoiler alert yeah. for anybody who hasn't seen the original Aladdin. OG Aladdin Are we doing spoilers? But it's going to the new one <laughs> here in a couple months to Fair see enough. the blue genie version of Will Will uh, Smith. Um, yeah, cool. Um, I don't know. That's it for yeah, all that listener stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. We can move on from the listener stuff. It, there was a uh, an idea that I had that I mentioned, I think, last podcast, which was we should, uh, you know, throw out a flick every now and again that's either people by and large consider really, really good, mm-hmm. um, like Lord of the Rings, like an Avatar, sort of done this, sure. uh, that we don't necessarily think is great, or one that people consider really bad right. that we kind of want to defend. Yeah, which would um, be fun. And we've both picked one here. And I didn't know if you wanted to launch into yours um, or if you wanted me to jump on mine first. I think uh, I'd like to talk about whatever you have because I don't know what you have written okay. down. So let's do it. So I'm actually going to defend a flick that uh, I almost can't find anybody other than you. I think you're going to buy. Wait, are me you on gonna? This. Are you gonna? Are you gonna defend one that I'm gonna shit on? Are no. we doing the same movie no, no, right no. now? No, 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 that'd no. be real. Oh, weird. that would be great. That would be great. No, well, maybe. No, okay, yeah. no, it's not gonna be that because I can see yours in the. Okay, road. right. So, um, it's a movie. Again, we won't be fighting in this segment because cool. I know you agree with me. Cool. But you're the only person that I found that agreed with me on this, other really? than my mom. Um, and when the movie The Lone Ranger came out, oh yeah, everybody in America decided. <laughs> This movie's a piece of shit. Oh, it's so good. And we should talk shit about it endlessly, right? Yeah, yeah. So in no way am I saying that The Lone Ranger is an all-time classic. You know, this is one of the best Westerns ever. You know, I love Westerns. Right. But all of the people who hated this movie, what my mind kept going back to was, you all love Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. You've all given all of your money to all five Pirates (laughs) of the Caribbean movies. And you love Johnny Depp. Yeah. Right? So much. So- here is Pirates of the Caribbean in the desert. Right. And Johnny Depp's the same character. Yep. And if anybody would say to me, kind of like you said, oh, I don't like the medieval thing. If someone would just say to me, 
you know, I've just got Johnny Depp fatigue as that character, or I'm tired of Pirates of the Caribbean, so I don't need to see it in this other way. Yeah. But no one would ever say that. They'd I be like, no, it's just bad. Yeah. They would always be like, no, this is bad. That's bad. And I'm like, man, if you track that movie, mm-hmm. it plays the exact same right. as the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise that everyone loves well, or loved. Gore Verbinski directed it. He uh, is the guy who did all the good Pirates movies. There you go. I forget how many of them, but uh, yeah. absolutely. It's all the same DNA. It makes no sense to me. A ton of money. When they made it, it was one of the most expensive movies ever made. I think it was because there were a lot of reshoots. But regardless of why, it's it's on the screen. When you watch that movie, you go, this is some of the best movie making. It might might not be objectively the best writing or directing and all those things, um, but some of the most amazing spectacle filmmaking ever on film. Uh, all the train stuff, oh, and yeah. any of the behind the scenes that you see is is so amazing. Um, but I just think it it is an, a, a fantastic blockbuster, right? It's and it's like a weird said, thing to me that people, people that, that over the top didn't like it, and it makes you wonder how much with the internet things just spread more. People are afraid to defend things, maybe, or vice versa. They're afraid to dislike something. Right? Everybody likes it. It is one of those things that I think people get caught up in. But. Yeah, and I, man, I'll even go to the story part. You know, they're not reinventing the wheel. No. But, you know, all this is is just a group of rich, evil white men that are trying to steal the land from the Native Americans and trying to bring justice to that and take them down. I mean, that's it's pretty easy to get behind. I yep. mean, it's not again, it's not a new thing, but a lot of the westerns people love are that exact same story. Yep. And it was just really strange to me how much everyone just loathed it. Yeah, not to the point that I didn't really like it, but no, I hated it. And <laughs> I'm it, just like, why? It uh it in my mind should be somewhere in the like probably like the, if it were today and it had a Rotten Tomatoes score that I thought was kind of accurate, somewhere between like 78 and 84 is like where I would assume it should be. Okay. And all of these things i'm looking at it's got a very low metacritic 37 oh, um God. the budget yeah. according to imdb was 215 million which is a lot uh, yeah. especially yeah uh, holy yeah, cow that was uh and the uh, stuff six, they threw money six at. years ago but um but uh it's worldwide gross was only 260 so it after marketing and everything uh, it definitely lost right. money right. um it wasn't uh, a complete flop but it definitely lost a bit of money um but yeah that that movie I need to watch again because I I think it's way better than right. people think. Yeah, right. yeah, for sure. Well, That's I'm glad we're pull. in agreement on That's that. That's a one. good pull. Yeah, we're in agreement on that one for sure. Mine is relatively recent, from a couple of years ago. Um, one that is, or at, at least was, a couple of years ago, up for a lot of the biggest awards. Um, it is number 146 currently on the IMDb Top 250 for their ratings. Um, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. I think is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Wow. Yeah. So um, this one we're not going to agree. I'm not going to. Yeah. Re- it's not one of my all-time favorite movies. Yeah, but yeah. This one we're definitely not going to see eye to eye on. What? Because you say that's very strong. It is. You say yeah. it's one of the worst movies. Not like this movie doesn't belong up there, but this is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. So you just didn't take anything away from that movie. You thought it was poorly executed. You thought the acting was what, um, what there, like? there are a few performances in it that I think are, um, are relatively powerful. I think Francis McDormand definitely, I mean, she won an Oscar for this as right. did Sam Rockwell, Sam Rockwell's performance, even though it's very specific, 
I, I don't think kind of deserves it, even though I love him. Yeah. I really do. Him. I can't say enough about how I love him. I love her. I love a lot of the people in this movie. Um, I'm not necessarily a big fan of uh, uh, what was the one that he did. And Martin McDonough wrote and directed this. He did, was it Seven Psychopaths? I yeah. think is him. Before that, he did. Also, was in, Sam Rockwell. In Bruges was him. Yeah. And I, I think that's right. And I love that one. In Bruges is amazing. Yeah. I love, love In it. Bruges. Every moment of that is just so perfect. The comedy is so perfect. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, I think that um, uh, I think that three billboards is um, completely. I mean, okay, tone deaf is <laughs> is a, a that's a pretty loaded concept, but I I I'm fairly confident in calling it tone deaf. I think it's tone deaf, but I also think that the writing is pretty garbage. I think that the directing is pretty garbage. I think that the performances are kind of as good as it can be. I think Frances McDormand is on record saying how she didn't like it at all. And she asked her husband, uh, is it Joel Cohen? She's married to the script or when the movie got finished. No, no. When they, when she was given the script and she's Ah. deciding whether she wanted to do Ah. it and her husband encouraged her to do it, even though she hated the story. Wow. I think she's on record with something along those lines. Um, and uh, when I saw this movie, uh, I, it, I it it is it is the most cringy movie I think I've ever seen. Where when I was watching it in the theater, I was cringing at how bad so many elements oh, of it was at the same so time. Interesting to me. That when it ended, I I it was one of those movies that I could not wait to get out of my seat and leave the theater. And uh, meaning I didn't leave, but I really wanted to right, for almost right. the entire movie. And, and we then, never leave movies. So no, never, never. And uh, and then to see the amount of support that it got through award season it won the golden globe for best picture it won golden globe for best director yeah um and it won some other stuff uh, oh no excuse me it didn't uh did it win for best director uh let's see i don't know if it won for best director but <clears throat> it won uh for oh no best picture and best screenplay he was nominated right, for right, best right, director right. Um, but then at the Academy Awards, he it didn't win any of the right, other. Right. It just was Francis and Sam Rockwell that got. Yeah, but during the lead up to that, you called me because you thought you were going crazy because you couldn't find anyone. It was the I same found, as me. The I opposite. found a couple of people. I think I, I, one of one of our friends really hated it, and I forget who it was. But um, uh, <laughs> and then. Uh, uh, and then Pop Culture Happy Hour, which we listen to, is a great podcast sometimes. Right. Um, they're very opinionated, and uh, they pretty much all hated it. It was pretty unanimous really? with them. Their episode See, dropped on three forwards. Yeah, that's fair. Um, because I don't always agree with them, yeah. just like I know you don't. <laughs> but but I do listen to it a lot. And when they did that episode, I was like, I have to see what they say about it. And right. they pretty much all hated it. Um, and and wow. they could not wrap their head around why people – thought anything okay so when you say tone deaf are we talking like something like okay crash comes out and then people are like actually this movie's kind of racist like it's actually not doing what i think it's i think it's it's that kind of what you're talking about like along the line yeah for the most part okay yeah yeah and i I, you know there there might be plenty there to unpack that i don't uh kind of know uh, about but i know that it was written and directed by a british guy he probably lives in america most of the time but british guy talking about um, you know, a very rural America. And right. to me, it, even though I don't live in rural America, I just could not, I could not get to a point where I could uh, put Martin McDonough's rural America in this country. I, okay. I, 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 it didn't connect to me. I, I, it was the most fictionalized 
ridiculous version of how people are. Ugh, when I, <laughs> when I, right, right. <laughs> you saw the Patriot, right? Can you believe what they did? Can you believe? Sorry. I still can't. I, mean, can. I, still I didn't mean can. to derail you there, yeah. but no, it's so true though. Um, yeah, that's, that's ammunition. Um, I just, I don't know, but well, I mean, well said. that's also me having not seen it a second time. Right. That's me only now as of an hour ago, thinking about how I wanted to mention this one. And, right. uh, do I want to watch it again and try to reevaluate? No. Cause I think it's fucking yeah. terrible. Not as much as Lord of the Rings. And yeah, I think it's I so you. bad that I'd never want to watch it again. So, well, anyways. um, that's interesting. <laughs> I, uh, like I said, I'm not really going to argue with you because it's not one that I'll probably ever watch again either. I I certainly didn't leave. I certainly didn't leave thinking this is the greatest thing ever. I also did not leave thinking, oh my God, what a piece of shit. Right. Um, and none of the award stuff. That's fair. I don't, I honestly don't know why I feel the way that I feel. But I remember feeling like, you know, this is incredibly bleak at the yeah. end and thinking that they weren't providing answers like in my mind because i talked to a couple friends about this and if you remember the ending where they're driving you're not really right. sure what they're going to do right and i remember kind of feeling like you know this really deals this movie to me deals with a loss and when something terrible's done to you yeah and how okay so now you need some kind of closure so if you can't find that person and you can't get them brought to justice do you enact revenge on someone else who's doing something because that comes up do you Try, try to transcend and be mm-hmm. peaceful because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It's not bringing them back and everything else. And that whole ride at the end where, oh, this guy's not the guy who did this to your daughter, but he's clearly done this to other people and we're going to go get him. And then, well, maybe we won't go get him. And then they're driving and she's like, I guess we'll decide along the way is really how it ends. Mm-hmm. To me, the whole thing was kind of a very, very, very in your face. You know, you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. There, there's really nothing you can do when something this horrible happens. Yeah. Because you now will have to deal with this forever. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, there's no nice, we're not going to tuck you in at night at the end and say, here's how you, you know, here's how it all comes back around. Right. Um, That was the main thing I took away from it. Um, And again, I haven't even really thought about this since I saw it. Sure. What was it? Two or three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that was maybe the main thing that stuck with me from the movie. I'd like um, to, I'd like to think know. that I'm okay with bleak endings and, and yeah, open ended. I've seen a lot endings. of them. I don't, that's, that didn't bother. The ending is not, I didn't leave and go, that ending sucked. It was, it was very cumulative. Um, right. But, uh, right. Well, at least, at least we remembered our favorite actor, Sam Rockwell's name, this go round. Yeah. Cause that he is the guy. I love him, we, but it is hard to remember his uh, name. I do love I don't him know too. why. Well, maybe we'll play a Galaxy Quest clip at some point. Oh uh, man, yeah. God, what a what a great movie! What a great role! God damn, guy That's from so Galaxy Quest, pretty uh, pretty solid. Yep. Anyway, um, well, uh, solid, solid. That's a solid. Uh, I think so. First go round, I, I think, think on so. those. Um, you guys check out Lone Ranger again, and and yep. you know don't check out Three Billboards ever or, again, or do I don't know <laughs> if we are if we are pitching on this podcast Lone Ranger, and we are not <laughs> pitching Three Billboards. That's how this is gone. I would I would like people that loved it to watch it again and uh, defend their uh, opinion yeah. in in Anchor voicemail. Go on the yeah. Anchor app and send us a voicemail. Give us a call, man. Because Tell us I, how dumb we because are. I haven't really thought you know talked to people or debated it. Right. At any point, uh, it'd be interesting to see not what critics think, but maybe some of our friends that right that liked it. Yeah. Um, just or get on there and trash Lone Ranger. You know? Or that yeah, Chance yeah. Chance Bostic. I'm talking to you. <laughs> another another listener. What is he not like it? Oh man, yeah. really? I'd I'd love to, to oh. hear his thoughts actually on it. So, anyway, calling yeah. you out. 
more more friend shout outs. Well, the uh, I think the last thing uh, we want to just mention is our little hidden gems shout out. Um, yes. There's a great movie that I love uh, from I think it was 2000. Should have done. Yeah, I, th- but, I think uh, that's either 99. Or uh, the movie State and Maine, uh, written and directed by David Mamet, who's a great playwright. Um, He's but, so good. Uh, but State and Maine is one of my favorite comedies of all time. I think it's very. Um, uh, very overlooked. I would encourage everybody to see it. It's uh, got one of the best casts um, uh, around. And if it came out today, I think everybody would go see it just because they would see a poster with all of these people in it. Yeah. And they would go, oh my God, I need to see that, regardless of what it's about. Um, but it, the fact that it is, it is also about movie making <laughs> yeah. is also so great. I love any movie about movie making. Um, but uh, it's got a great cast. It's got Julia Stiles. Um, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Up, terrible first name throughout but we like julie styles um but philip seymour hoffman william h macy macy uh jessica pigeon i don't really know her from anything else but i love her in this movie um but uh huge Re- rebecca cast. rebecca pigeon oh what did i say I, jessica oh yeah well, it's my girlfriend you son of a yeah. bitch. What are you? <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's well, some connective tissue man i'm telling you there's a weird thing yeah, going on today yep yeah, yeah, absolutely no um, no i'll, I'll like clark you, greg is in it yeah that's cool um from uh, shield isn't uh, uh Patty Lapone is is Alec Baldwin and Alec. Oh, role in this? I forgot. He, oh, I remember. Okay, actually, role. I remember. he's a big role. I'm just struggling with the uh, IMDb page because they're not in any they're all kind of the place. order. Yeah. Um, and it's such a huge there cast. Uh, Sarah Jessica oh, Parker. Yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker is a huge part of the movie. Alec Baldwin's a huge part of the movie. Um, there's uh, there's uh, John Krasinski's in it. He plays yeah. an assistant. Um, it's an outstanding movie. Man, it's fun. It's light. It moves. You know it what is. I mean? Like it's it entertaining. Is it is light. So like if you're in the mood for something like that, definitely try State and Maine. It, I had never seen that it, before. You told it me about it. touches on um, uh, uh, underage sexual harassment in Hollywood. It yeah. touches on some yeah. really, really uh, important uh, stuff in right. the in this uh, uh, you know shell totally digestible of, way totally exactly of something that is just so light and funny right um, right so can't recommend it yeah. enough good Love flick it. definitely <laughs> check out State in Maine yeah I mean I do think at this point we should we don't have time to launch into the Amazon Middle Earth series <laughs> no, so we I think really we should don't. probably save that till next we should time wrap it up, yeah. I apologize to Kelly yeah. and all of our listeners uh, but thanks for tuning in guys definitely yeah. uh, g- give us those voicemails if you got any uh, feedback or you just want to yell at us um. Yeah. Hit us up. Uh, yeah. Or unsubscribe. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Or stop tuning in and wasting our time. Love yeah. you. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.